0: So one day I'm going to do a tribute podcast to you, Sean. <laughs> Howdy, you're listening to Come and Take It, a talk show about Texas by Texans, where three friends born and raised in the Lone Star State share our views on the history, culture, and just what it means to be Texan. I'm Mike Zolkoski. I'm Sean McIver. And I'm Scott Elstrom. Texas musician Sonny Azuna was a son of San Antone and an important piece of the emerging Tejano movement. However, in the 1950s and 60s, he was at the top of the charts with his national hit, Talk to Me. This week, we discuss another Tejano legend, Sonny Azuna and the Sunliners. But first, what's your favorite joke about Texas weather?
1: Well, I'm always partial to the one that's got many variations, but uh, the gist of it is there's uh, two seasons in Texas. Summer uh, covers most of the year, and then we get a couple of weeks of winter or some variation of that. There's a lot of variations.
0: Well, I like this one. A man once asked, does it ever rain in Texas? And the Texan quickly answered, why, yes, it does. Do you remember in the Bible where it rained for 40 days and 40 nights? Well, yes, sir. I am familiar with Noah's flood. Well, we get about two and a half inches of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I've got one. This is pretty good. A sad Texan cowboy once prayed, I sure wish it rain. Not so much for me, because I've seen it, but for my seven-year-old son. (laughs) (laughs) What we're saying is there's parts of Texas that are pretty darn dry, folks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Real dry.
1: So, you know, we're making jokes about the rain here, but um, we all know that it does on occasion rain quite a lot in Texas. And, in fact, earlier this year, this spring, uh, the Brazos River Valley got hit pretty hard, um, had a lot of flooding and uh, we had a t-shirt campaign, our sesquicentennial t-shirt campaign, earlier this summer. And uh, the proceeds of that, we are going to go ahead and send to some sort of relief for those folks that were hit by the flood. 100% of that is going to go toward uh, that relief for those people that were hit by that flood. So thank you, come and take it listeners, for help supporting that
0: effort. Born September eighth, 1943 in San Antonio, Eldefonso Fraga Ozuna was one of 12 children. Now, Ozuna's father passed away while he was young, so Sonny was raised by his mother, Isabel Fraga, and stepfather, Juan Rodriguez. Like many Mexican-Americans growing up in barrios in the 40s, Ozuna lived a life of poverty. As he once described his early life, quote, we had the John out in the backyard and we used a Sears and Roebuck catalog for toilet paper. While he was attending San Antonio's
2: Burbank High School in 1958, Ozuna and a friend, Rudy Guerra, formed a band. And growing up, Ozuna had the family nickname Bunny because he said, quote, I was real white when I was born. I looked like a little white bunny rabbit. They didn't think I belonged. <laughs> this group consisted of two Tejanos, two Anglo-Americans, and one African-American, and they played popular music styles, duop, soul, and rock and roll. They played the popular musical styles of the day, doo-wop, soul, and rock and roll, instead of the more traditional Mexican folk music that Ozuna had been exposed to as a child.
1: On the origin of the name, Sonny says, I come from the and the days. Little Anthony and the Imperials, Gary Lewis and the Playboys, Danny and the Juniors, that type of thing. Our very first little job was in Houston. I think we got $100 for it. We were on our way to Houston, and we saw a sign on the side of the road and said, Sunglow Feed Company. We thought that sounded cool, but when it came to and the, Bunny and the Sunglows wasn't going to cut it. <laughs>
0: Like many other youngsters in the late 1950s and early sixties, Sonny and the Sunglows idolized such rock and roll musicians such as Bill Haley, Elvis Presley, Chuck Berry, Richie Valens, and even the Beatles. In an effort to fit more readily into the pop music mainstream, Sonny and the Sunglows sang mostly in English and performed at traditional school talent shows, carnivals, and the many military bases around San Antonio. Occasionally they would hit the road and venture as far away as Houston. Which may not seem far to you people who are not in Texas, but San Antonio Houston is farther than you think.
2: Yeah, and this was the days before the interstate highway (laughs) system. It's (laughs) It's a long drive. could be a long drive. Well, Azuna said, quote, we had teenage shows that came on the radio in the afternoon after school. One of these was called Top Teen Tunes on KUKA. They mainly played Nortenio music from the west side of town, but they played the Top Teen Tunes in the afternoon. Most of the baby boomers that still support my music came up with that teen show and they all went to the dances where the local groups would cross a little conjunto with some doo-wop and add some Texas flavor to it.
1: In 1959, Sunny and the Sunglows released their first local hit entitled Just a Moment. Although the band members loved rock and roll, they were also influenced by Texas Mexican musicians such as Isidro Lopez, and they recorded some Spanish-language tunes, including Pa Todo El Año. Early in the summer of 1963, Sunny and the Sunglows recorded Talk to Me, their biggest regional hit up to that point, which was released on the Teardrop label. Talk to Me became a national hit, eventually reaching number 11 on the Billboard charts and selling
0: nearly 250,000 records. Talk to Me brought attention for what would now be known as Tejano music, but we didn't have a title for it. We were calling it, quote, The Tex-Mex Sound and Musica Chicana. Through the years it became Tejano music. It was music that expressed the feelings and emotions of people who lived in Texas. A lot of it still had accordion and a conjunto feel, but it was our version of what Tex-Mex was going to be about. We gave the music a little more class, we did the big arrangements with the horns, a lot of keyboards, and a more modernized sound that went under the title of Tejano.
2: The record's success earned Sunny in the Sunglows an appearance on Dick Clark's popular television show, American Bandstand, in 1963. By this point, the band had all Tejano members, and they were the first all Tejano band to appear on American Bandstand. Around this time, Ozuna changed the group's names to The Sunliners, and the band went on to record several other songs, including Rags to Riches, Out of Sight, Out of Mind, and Sitting in the Park. But they couldn't maintain the level of nationalist success that they achieved with Talk to Me.
1: Nevertheless, Sonny and The Sunliners paved the way for the genre that would become known as Tejano. Ozuna went on to have a very successful career in the Spanish language market and won a Grammy in the year 2000 for Best Tejano Album for his work with Agustin Ramirez, Carlos Guzman, and Freddie Martinez Jr. in a group known as The Legends. The group is honored in the South Texas Music Walk of Fame, and Sonny Ozuna was inducted into the Tejano Roots Hall of Fame in
0: 2000. In a 2006 interview, Ozuna discussed the corporatization of Spanish language stations and a trend to move away from Texas-based music. His response was this, What we worry about is Texas because that's where we're from. But things have a way of working out. Through all those years, I don't remember having a slump. Things have a way of coming back around. And then he goes on to say, If the old school is still standing, maybe we'll get another round. We know, he's still around, by the way. Uh, you can see him. He actually is on several, um, not just Tejano tours, but he's also done a lot of uh, soul and sort of oldie tours. And so he's appeared on a bunch of different bills. Yeah,
2: and uh, I believe you uh, you said it, what was the year? Uh, it's not, I believe you told me at one point that uh, Little Joe recorded a tribute album to...
0: In 2008, yeah. yeah 2008. To
2: little Joe of our previous episode recorded a tribute album
0: to studying the sunliners. Yeah. So they've both done tribute albums for each other. So one day I'm going to do a tribute podcast to you, Sean, <laughs> and you can do one to me. And then Scott, I don't know. It's kind of complicated with three people, but we'll figure it out.
2: Well, I, I just think, um,
0: this is a great song. Um, talk to me.
2: I, I think it's one of the great, I didn't realize that it was a Texas musician and, and, a, and a Tejana musician. Uh, but, you know, I've heard this song probably a million times just in movies and, and, uh, on oldie stations and stuff. And it does have that, that wonderful doo-wop sound to it. But, uh, it's, it's kind of a fascinating story about a very interesting character who, uh, interesting musician and, uh, really fundamental, um,
0: well, he, he's for Tehana music. He's a very, you know, you read a lot of the interviews, you read things he talks about. He's really an interesting guy. Um, you know, he made a point when it, he talked about Tejano music at one point and said, you know, there's music that speaks to people, uh, you know, with that familiarity of, 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 um, I can't remember exactly, but it's something that speaks, there's music that speaks to people. And for Anglos, you know, country music speaks to them in that way. And, you know, he says for us, it's Tejano. And that's really, it's the connection to that Texas. It's that Texas connection. And it's such wonderful music because it's, uh, I really think when you listen to it, it's it's interesting. I'm talking about the later stuff. I mean, when you listen to "Talk to Me," it's straight do up. But when you listen to his later songs and and what Little Joe and those guys did, you know, it sounds wonderfully Texas. You know, it's uh, well, first, it's it's mostly in Spanish with a little English thrown in just for for spice. Uh, You know, you've got all of these wonderful sounds of of not just Mexico, but you have all of these other sounds of Texas and rock and everything sort of mished in, mishmashed in. Yeah, and it makes a wonderful quilt.
2: Yeah, and you have, you know, that's what's great. That is what's great about Tejano music and conjunto. You know, he talks about the accordion sound. You know that that came from the German influence and the Czech influence of Central Texas, where uh, they were they were living side by side and working with with the Tejano and the the Mexican uh, uh, immigrant workers in Texas, and and they picked up those those sounds of polka. Uh, right. So. so it, 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 that is Texas. That is very much a, a great mix of all the sounds of Texas. Yeah,
0: and I've talked to my dad, you know, he he remembers sort of Sonny and what they were doing at the time, because they, they, they became really big, and then my dad had his band, and they were musicians in San Antonio a few years after that. And it's interesting, because you talk about what they did. It's like, well, they played rock, and they played country, and, and they, knew, they knew a little bit of everything, because... Everybody just came out to the dance, and and when you listen, it's kind of like you said, well, the radio played Nortenio music at one time, and then it played kind of teen teen doo-wop at other times. You know, it was just, it's a thing of, it it was a real melting pot at the time. You couldn't just put your earbuds in and sort of ignore what was going on with everybody else's music. You were sort of uh, forced through crappy technology to listen to everybody's music.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, this music is definitely not crappy, so... I'm glad that uh, Sonny and his ilk um, contributed so much to the the musical library uh, from Texas. Yeah.
0: yeah, and a tribute. I mean, he really came from from very little and uh, has become a super, you know, became a, you know an international uh, artist and is very recognized for his contribution. So we salute you, Sonny. Keep doing the good work, and we look forward to seeing you out there on tour. That wraps things up for today. You can find notes and links from today's show at BrainStaple.com. We'd love to hear from you, so like and share us on Facebook, follow the show on Twitter at Texas Podcast, or go to BrainStaple.com and leave us some feedback. You can find our show and many other great history podcasts at HistoryPodcasters.com. And why not follow us individually, too? I'm on Twitter at Mr. Java. I'm Max Sean with two ends. And I'm Scotticus. You love this show. Don't lie to me. Talk to me. Talk to your friends. Tell them to leave a review on iTunes, and you do it too, because that helps us out to find new listeners just like you. And if you'd like to support this show financially, please visit patreon.com slash Texas podcast, where you too can become a come-and-take-it Texas Ranger. We hope you'll join us next time, and remember that even if you aren't from Texas, Texas wants you anyway.